This is episode 465 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Will Your Preparedness Measures Ever Come In Useful During Your Lifetime? Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Audible. My Audible books were one of the inspirations for this podcast. I purposely don't add bumper music to the podcast because I want it to feel more like an audiobook that just starts and provides value. Now, I love to learn and grow through audiobooks, and Audible makes that very easy. If you are not a member of Audible, you can join for free for 30 days and start your Audible journey with two free audiobooks. The great thing about Audible is that you can cancel at any time, and you keep the books that you have downloaded. For more information, click the link in the show notes or go to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com forward slash audible. Well, everyone, if you are listening to this podcast on the day that it is released on Friday, well, I want to let you know that next week, next Thursday, I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live. And I try to do one of these once a month and bring somebody that is going to bring a lot of value to the to the conversation. And so one of the things that I know that people have asked for in the past, and one of the things that people want to know more about is organization, is preparedness organization. How can I you know, organize all my preps better. And when, you know, people started asking about that, the person that I immediately thought about was Linda Loosely. She runs foodstoragemoms.com. I've read many of her articles on the podcast. I link to her articles on Prepper website. She has been uh, prepping for a long time, has a lot of information. She teaches preparedness and she teaches organization, um, you know, in person so I know this is going to be really, really good. I'm really looking forward to to this. So this is going to be December 20th, 2018 at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live. Now, I created an event to kind of keep people up to date on what's going on. I have other things to share from, from Linda, you know, some of her uh, really awesome articles that provide a lot of value. And so um, that's one way that I would communicate with you. So I'm going to link to the Facebook event over on in the show notes. And so if you want to be updated and you want to know a little bit more about it, about it come over and uh, then say that you're going to the event. And that way, you know, we know that you're going and you'll get all the updates and stuff like that. So again, that's going to be December 20th. That's a Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm really looking forward to that one with Linda Loosely of foodstoragemoms.com, talking about organizing your preps. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from modernsurvivalblog.com. And again, the title is, Will Your Preparedness Measures Ever Come In Useful During Your Lifetime? Now, I really, you know, looking forward to reading this one, but it really has struck a chord with me, especially this week, because I got a, I got an email. Actually, I received this email um, late last week, and I wasn't able to respond to it till early this week. 
and it goes right in line with this article. So I'm going to go ahead and read this article from Modern Survival Blog, and then I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about that email. So let's go ahead and jump right into it again. Will your preparedness measures ever come in useful during your lifetime? Have you ever gotten to put your prepper skills to use? If yes, how often? Do you think all the measures you took with survival in mind will come in useful during your lifetime? Now, all the measures, I hope not all, because that would mean we will have entered a very bad time indeed. Some of my preparedness measures are reserved for a time of true SHTF. However, I do not look forward to utilizing those measures. That said, it's good to have measures like an insurance policy, just in case. If I change the question to some instead of all, then certainly yes. That's part of the lifestyle aspect of survivalism and preparedness. For example, on the most basic of levels, long-term food storage, I try to rotate some of these extra foods. In other words, consume them and then replace with fresh. This reduces the eventual shelf life issue, which varies depending on what it is. That said, some of my foods are purely reserved for the long term and will probably not be opened unless needed. The word measures pretty much implies anything and everything that you might have done with regards to preparedness. Some of my own measures are integrated into my daily life, while other measures are kind of kept on the shelf, so to speak. I guess that I have a balance of tangible measures in a sense. Some I may use on occasion, others not so much. Have I ever put my prepper skills to use? Sure, some of them are used regularly. I suppose it gets into one's definition of prepper skills, which is a pretty broad category in my view. I tend to look at prepper skills as practical, hands-on skills, those associated with many different aspects of survival, ranging from bushcraft, basic first aid, gardening, canning, carpentry, and trades, proficiency with firearms, alternative energy, and a zillion other things that could be tied in with self-sufficiency and self-reliance. I garden every year and try to learn from my mistakes, which I seem to make every year, so I do use that prepper skill regularly. Mrs. J and I also do our share of home canning, some from the garden, some from good deals at the grocery store. I love the home canning concept because storage requires no external power source for long-term food storage, an important prepper skill and food preservation technique. A cooking from scratch, milling our own flour from wheat berries, solar oven breads, lots of people today cannot even do the most basic of food preparation. So knowing how to and utilizing these prepper kitchen skills on occasion is useful. Sometimes it's a good idea to bring out the hand grain mill. For example, the Wonder Junior Deluxe hand grain mill. I haven't seen an article talking about that in a long, long time. Okay, so over the years of my life, I have learned some of them self-taught, many trade type skills, which I sometimes use in my everyday life, some associated with prepping and preparedness, electronics and electricity, schooled in on-the-job training, electromechanical skills on-the-job training, plumbing, carpentry, and other handyman-related abilities. These skills have enabled me to build an off-grid solar power system for where I currently live, although I also have grid. 
I view this as a highly useful capability for preparedness sake. Skills have enabled me to build a small 36 by 26 barn all by myself, even with a loft, except for the concrete slab. That was just too much work. I can store some of my preps and other things, have a small shop, and a sort of man cave. It would also provide shelter if needed in the future for additional people. Other skills combined have helped me to save money by doing it yourself, and they will also help in the future to adapt and overcome many situations if they arise. My basic bushcraft skills will help me if I'm ever in a jam off of the mainstream, so to speak. I'm no bushcraft expert, but I can start a fire by different methods, build a shelter, navigate through terrain, and knowing the basic skills built instills confidence while out in the woods, wherever that may be. I practice with my firearms on occasion. My property is large enough such that I have my own makeshift range. The practicality of these skills could be applied to hunting or self-defense measures, very important in my estimation. We each have our own areas of interest and we probably have unique skill sets in those areas. It's sometimes a good thing to force yourself to learn a new one, especially if it's practical for preparedness. Now, will they come in useful during our lifetimes? Yes, because we should integrate some of our preparedness into our way of life. The question, though, might instead pertain to the probability of use case scenarios. In other words, will the events that you are preparing for ever come to fruition during your lifetime? Obviously, that gets into the reasons why you and I may prepare. Sometimes these reasons shift as time goes on due to events of the times we're living in. Currently, my primary concern includes financial economic breakdown or collapse to an extent that becomes very disruptive to supply and distribution of goods and services. Additionally, I am highly concerned about the present socio-political direction within the United States and the fact that we are so terribly divided ideologically. We may face troubling times ahead. Why? Because this nation is under attack from within. We are currently amidst the battle, although it has not gone tectonic yet. And so there's a couple of links here that he uh, talks a little bit more about resupply breakdown and how much worse does it have to get before you act. So there are many additional reasons that motivate me to prep, some of them even more severe than I've listed, although hopefully less probable, and others are much less severe but more likely to occur. Do I think that any of the major reasons will happen during my lifetime? Actually, I do. The biggest unknown is the severity. However, I try to prepare for the worst without it being all-consuming. I do what I can and am not fearful. Concerned? Yes. Sometimes highly concerned. Afraid? No. All right. So, guys, that's the that's the article. There are 41 comments here. Of course, you know Ken has a pretty large uh, you know, community over there at Modern Survival Blog, and you know a lot of people will comment on his articles. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of good stuff in his, usually in the comments. So you can, you can learn a lot if you want to bounce over there and, uh, you know, click on some of the links and read the comments. But Ken brings up this very important idea because, you know, when people start thinking about preparedness, unless you come to the conclusion that our world is, you know, on edge or that there are some things that just don't seem right, 
maybe that resources are not in, you know, uh, infinite. And so you start saying, okay, wait a minute, uh, maybe we need to consider some of these things. Maybe, maybe you have experienced even a natural disaster, a hurricane, and you're like, I never want to go through that again, you know, not having the supplies that I need to be able to do that or, or whatever it might be. When you come to preparedness, you start hearing all the other things out there. And so you hear about the big things, you hear about the EMPs and the nuclear, and you hear about terrorism and the grid going down, and you hear about all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's important, kind of like what what uh, Ken was saying, you know, he, he is concerned about some of that stuff, but he's not afraid. And that's one reason why we prep is to mitigate that fear so that we are better prepared. But the thing is, is that people come to preparedness for so many different reasons, And so the knowledge of preparedness and the things that we start to learn and instill inside of ourselves and, you know, we start realizing, you know what, I need to build some skills into, you know, my repertoire. I need to, uh, you know, have some tools. I need to, you know, all those different types of things start moving you towards the things that Ken was talking about here, where, you know, you start DIYing a little bit more. And I've talked about that before in the past on this podcast, where you might even, you know, things start breaking down and you might start taking them apart. Even if you go buy a new thing, whatever that might be, you're taking it apart to see if you can fix it. I've talked about different things, different ways that I have saved money here by, you know, replacing toilets, by replacing a garbage disposal, by uh, replacing a tablet or a battery in the back of a tablet and different things like that, that I have done just because I've I've watched YouTube and I've, I've figured things out that, you know, saved me a lot of money, but at the same time, it's giving me skills in repairing things and and problem solving and and all those different kinds of things. And so, you know, Ken was talking about building a a solar, uh, you know, a a solar uh, charging station and, and setting up those panels and stuff like that. Although he uses the grid, he still has this knowledge, you know, building that cabin, that was skills that he was able to put to use. And those are skills that you would use in preparedness if the poop really hit the fan. But at the same time, it had a lot of advantages that he was able to build his shed now. I mean, he's got a man cave, right? Or a shop or or whatever you want to, you know, however you want to use it. But he has these, these abilities, you know, the fact that you're just canning and you've got good food instead of buying processed foods and junk foods and all those types of things. Uh, you're canning your own food. You're, you're you're making your own long-term food storage on pennies, pennies compared to what it would be if you bought long-term food storage, you know, and, and you bought big cases of it. So all these things play into it and really help you in, in your life. Again, he says, do you, you know, do I want it to, you know, do I want the big one to happen? Of course not. Nobody really wants that to happen. If there's anybody in preparedness that really, truly wants that to happen, then they either, one, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, they really aren't into preparedness. They really have never thought about it all the way. Or two, they're they're crazy. Because if the poop really hit the fan, that would be bad. Lots of people would die. Lots of conveniences would be gone. You know, life would, would completely change. So we prep. And we prep for everyday life. And we don't prep just because there's the big one coming, right? There's so many reasons why we prep. And so this leads me to this email that I was talking about at the very beginning of the podcast. So I had a gentleman email me and he lives in an apartment. 
And he finally came to the conclusion. I don't think he listens to the podcast because I shared with him an episode just recently. We talked about prepping in, the, in an apartment, I think last week, right? And uh, I shared that episode with him because we talked a little bit more about, about that and things that you would have to do. But he came to the conclusion that all of his preparedness, you know, so he's got a year's worth of preparedness in his apartment, that if it really boiled down to it, if the poop really hit the fan, that he's not just prepping for himself and that year's worth of, of prep, that he was really prepping for his whole apartment complex. So something that he thought was a year's worth of preparedness would wind up being a couple of days worth because he would be supplying food to all the other uh, people in the apartment because they would very quickly figure out that he has supplies. There's no way to to, to hide that, like if you're cooking or, or whatever. And so my response back to him was, yeah, you know, you need to, if the poop really hit the fan, you're not going to shut yourself in. And that that's just not the right move. I, I don't know why, Where if you take that to its logical conclusion, right? So it's like the poop has hit the fan, you know, you, you, you black out all your windows and you close the doors and, and even, you know, you, you do everything right and you survive for six months, a year in your home, you know, what, whatever. And no one ever, you know, comes out, you know, comes and, and, and messes with you or whatever. When you go out there, things are going to be so changed. You're either going to be left behind or there's not going to be anybody around to help you. Everyone's going to be gone. And you don't want to be, you know, at the the end of the world as we know it with just you and your 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 little family. If it was truly the end of the world as we know it, you are going to have to depend on a lot of people. You're going to on your on a network, you know, on your neighborhood. And, and you know, you're going to have to rally people uh, around each other and come together in, you, for self-defense, for growing food. For There's just no way that one person or one family can do it all, you know, a small family, in, you know, especially living in a neighborhood and stuff like that. And so that was my response back is like, man, you need to, if you were living in an apartment, you would, you know, have to gather everybody. You'd have to work with everybody. And the response was, is, you know, I'm more of a loner. I don't really build relationships. And, you know, I get that. I understand that. But if if it truly was the end of the world as we know it, you're going to have to get past that because you're going to need to depend on other people. Just the fact that let's just say you slip and hurt yourself, right? And you break your ankle and you're all by yourself. I mean, how is that going to work out for you? How are you going to go to the restroom? How are you going to eat? How are you going to filter water? How are you going to do all those types of things? You know, if you've got a broken foot, a broken ankle, whatever, you need, you're going to depend on people. You're, you're going to need to depend on people. And so, you know, that's that's one of those things that I just I, I just don't understand when when people think about that. And so his question was, should I even be prepping anymore? Should I even be you know, should I, is there any reason to, to prep? Because if I was prepping and, and all my ideas were this one idea that I was just, I was prepping for myself to take care of myself, and then it's not going to truly be like that, well, then what's the use in prepping? And the thing is, is that there's so many other reasons. I mean, don't, we can't just get focused on the, the, the big ones, the end of the world as we know it. Things happen every single day. And, and, you know, we talk about that all the time, like job loss. 
You lose your job, and but if you have a year's worth of, of food storage, you can eat off of that food storage. So you always know you're going to have food. Your family is going to have food. And so you're, you're not going to starve. The money that you have, the little money that you have, the little money that, that comes in can go to paying the mortgage or paying the rent or paying the utilities, right? And so, you know, you have that aspect of it. There's just so many things that happen, you know, reasons why you would want to be prepared. Something as simple as a fire, you know, the fires that were happening in California. If you were prepared to bug out and you had important information in a, in a bug out bag, you had, you know, an emergency binder and you had those types of things and you bugged out, you wouldn't have lost all of those types of things in the fire. You would have those things with you. You would have, you know, your mortgage statements, your bank account, medical records, you know, college records, you know, so forth and so forth and all that kind of stuff. You know, there's always there's always that, you know, when a hurricane comes, you, we're not rushing to the store to try to get everything that everybody else is getting because we have all the supplies here. You know, we might go top off our gasoline tank and we might go get some some bread and milk or what I don't, you know, some some little last minute things that we would like to have, but it's not necessary because we are prepared. And so, you know, we got to really get past that. So if you are new to preparedness or you're new to this podcast, we don't prepare just for the big things. I mean, the big things are, you know, maybe, you know, they might come. Ken talked about that he does think that there's something will happen. Just the world is is crazy. I mean, when you just think about um, society and the way things work and, and history and things like that, there are going to be, you know, the end of the world as we know it type things or SHTF type things that happen. And so we want to be prepared for that. But, you know, things happen every single day. And so, you know, you think about when you prepare, you're, you're not just thinking about yourself. So this person that sent me the email, I mean, it's just one person. It's just them. Right. But a lot of the times, those of you that are listening, you're if you're new to preparedness, you're not just preparing for yourself. You're preparing for your family. And that's one thing that I always think about. Right. I, I wouldn't want my kids to look at me and say, Dad, what are we going to do here? You know, right? Or, or look like there is uh, look to me, and then I have no answers or I have no options, right? But being able to say, well, wait a minute, we've got this to eat, we have this to take care of ourselves, we can do this, we can do that, and so we're prepared on those uh, on those lines. Should preparedness encompass your whole life? No, but is it smart to prepare? Yes. And so I'm hoping that, you know, this will reach you again. If you are new to preparedness, that this will make sense for you. And then if you maybe you are, you've been prepping for a while and you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, you know what, maybe you, you might be feeling like the person that sent me that email. Like, man, I've been preparing for all of this time. And what what's the use? I mean, nothing's ever really happened. And I've spent all this type of money and all this kind of stuff. What I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, don't, don't stop living life, but at the same time, don't stop preparing either. Because the minute you stop preparing, that's the that's the time that you know you're gonna wish that you that you uh, were prepared. So you know if you have preparedness and you, you you have gear, you have things, you have skills, you have all those types of things in place. Just keep them in place, and maybe you build your skills. Maybe you know you move from. I'm just thinking about you know you know being all geared up in camo and all that type of stuff to some of the things that Ken said, like I, you know, I use my, 
yeah, my carpentry skills. I use my plumbing skills, my electricity skills. I use, you know, do those types of things to, you know, to better life for myself and for my family. And so preparedness has that aspect of it where you can use the skills that you are learning that will serve you in preparedness. You can use them for every single day. So guys, I hope that's uh, helped out maybe, help somebody out there and uh, you know, get you on the path of saying, you know what, I'm not going to give up on preparedness. It just, it, it just makes sense. Being prepared just makes sense when you really think it through. So that, again, is over at modernsurvivalblog.com. The title was, Will Your Preparedness Measures Ever Come In Useful During Your Lifetime? I'm going to link to it in the show notes, like always. I hope you go and check it out and click on some of the links. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 465 and another week of podcast episodes in the books. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me. If you want some more preparedness, you got to know that over at PrepperWebsite.com, we link to articles every single day. So we link to somewhere between 8 to 12 articles every day. And it's the, you know, the newest articles out there in preparedness and alternative news and all the good stuff. I, I just recently updated the Frugal Living uh, page. So it is a, uh, it is a, a page with updated uh, articles every single day from websites that deal with uh, you know frugal living, and so if that's something that you know you're looking for recipes, frugal recipes, you're looking for DIY ideas, you know frugal living ideas, that's really a page to go to. And so if you go to the right corner and you do the little drop down, you'll see all the different pages. We have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, even conspiracy theory. And so DIY, frugal living, all that good stuff. And so if you're looking for more preparedness, uh, we have that over at PrepperWebsite.com. I have the link in the show notes so you can go over there very easily every, you know, whenever, whenever you like. But, uh, you know, you have that option there. And, uh, you know, in, and if not, man, I hope you have uh, you take the time this weekend to spend it with family and uh, just enjoying the weekend and, uh, you know, resting up and getting ready for the next push, you know, all the way to uh, to Christmas. So, uh, you know, again, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this week. Hey, don't forget to uh, to subscribe to the show. If you're not subscribed, you can head on over to the Prepper website And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes, especially our Facebook group. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.